0: Hey there, and welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. On today's episode, the audio might sound a little bit different because I am having technical issues. think I'm going to have to get me a new mic. Uh, so this is on my phone. So hopefully it doesn't sound too different. Um, I apologize if it does. But I wanted to get this episode out to you. It was supposed to come out yesterday, so I am determined. So today, what I wanted to talk to you about is relationships. Now, you might think that that sounds unrelated to running a business, but actually it's really really important. Not only are you going to have to build relationships with customers and network with other people in your industry, but relationships are actually really important to how you act day-to-day day in your business and how you interact with your how you can impact your customers. So this came to me as I was reading through um, 1 Timothy, and in 1 Timothy 4, 11-16, the Apostle Paul is spelling this concept out to Timothy. So a little bit of background on Timothy. Paul had started a church in Ephesus and had since, I think it was like years before, had since taken Timothy under his wing as a student to make sure that he knew all the things that that Paul did, because Paul was really particular about the the messaging that was being that was being taught and making sure it aligned with what Christ had said and making sure there wasn't any false teaching or any confusion about the law and if you had to follow the law and all those kinds of things. So he was teaching Timothy all about the Christian faith and beliefs, and then he sent Timothy to actually oversee the church at Ephesus. And so this letter of First Timothy is actually Paul imparting his wisdom, giving Timothy this encouragement and more wisdom as Timothy is running the church at Ephesus. And so he says in four eleven through 16, that Timothy essentially needs to make sure that he lives out a life that reflects the things that he's teaching. So I'm not going to read all of that, you can go check that out. But that's basically what he's saying. And Paul finishes this section by saying, pay close attention to your life and your teaching, persevere in these things for in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So Paul is basically saying that if you model a life that is Christ-like, that is honoring all the things that God teaches, that that's actually the way that people will really start to absorb it and really be able to live it. So he's really challenging Timothy as the leader of the church, the best way to get the people to live this life of godliness, of being Christ-like that, they needed, that he needed to model it. And of course, not only for himself, but so that they can truly receive it. Because Paul was really, really, I don't want to say fixated, but Paul really cared about people actually having a change in lifestyle, a change of heart that really reflected what it was like to be a follower of Christ. So if we pair that with the famous quote by Jim Rohn that I'm sure you've heard, that says, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And you can see that those two concepts together, that if we model things, that that's really how people are going to learn from us, and that we are the sum of the people that are the average of the five people we spend the most time with, you can see that who we are around and what we are experiencing in our closest relationships will have an impact on how we ourselves act. So really, this passage of scripture has two implications. The first um, is that as you are in your business, and I'll just say this one really quick because this isn't actually the one that I focus on for the majority of this episode, but it does indicate that if you have a business and you want people to have some kind of transformation in their in their mindset, in the way they do things in their life, um, you know normally that's what your business is gonna be. You're gonna be teaching people how to do something. And the best way to get them to do that It's not just to teach them. Teaching is important. Like you definitely need to do that part. But the other part is to actually model for them how this goes. This is where social media comes in, right? So if you are constantly able to give your students a way to hear about what you're doing all the time and constantly reminding them how to think and how to act in the area that you specialize in, this can go for social media kind of behind the scenes for you. It can be just having a community where people are talking together and you're constantly encouraging this line of thought, or it can be even just constantly giving uh, tips and feedback and different things to encourage people to have this thinking, this transformation. That's where your content comes in, right? You are constantly putting the information out there so that the people that are receiving it, they are thinking about it. I think about my time when I did eBay sales. When I worked on eBay, if I watched eBay reseller videos, I was all into reselling. I was thinking about reselling and wanting to do reselling and all of that. If I stopped watching the videos, it's almost like the reselling itself wasn't quite as exciting. And so this actually leads into the next point, which is that, the other way it impacts you is how you act, right? So the people that you are around, the things you're involved in, the things that you're researching and, and surrounded in and listening to, and all of that is going to impact how you feel about doing the business that you're doing, about quitting your job or about being at home with your kids, all of that. And we inherently operate in this way without even really realizing it. So here's an example of something that you can probably relate to, and then I'll connect it back to how it can influence your life as an an entrepreneur in more detail. So at work, you know, when you have a job, often we tend to hang around people that we have similar values to, and you're inevitably going to act like the people that you hang around with. So if you're wanting to do really well, and you're a go-getter, you're a leader, you like to get things done, you're not really going to surround yourself with people that are just doing The bare minimum, barely getting by. They don't care. They're just here to get a paycheck. And I'm not saying that you can't, you know, be friends with those people. You obviously can and should, but not getting really close to them, right? And you just instinctively know that. You just know that if you surrounded yourself with those people, it's not going to make a lot of sense because you're not going to want to talk about work together uh, because either you're going to feel like you don't have much in common or you're going to actually let go of your interest to fit in with these people. And then it's actually going to change your own goals, right? One of the two things is going to happen most of the time. So if we know this to be true with work, how does it impact us as entrepreneurs? And I kind of already alluded to it, which is that if we aren't handling our lives as entrepreneurs very well, maybe we're constantly stressed and feeling isolated and worried and all of that. Then one area that you can look at, is who you're surrounding yourself with. So are you the only entrepreneur that you know? It's going to be really hard. And all of these examples I'm getting ready to give are kind of the same point. It's going to be hard. It's always hard, just as humans, right? To go against the grain from everyone around you. If you're trying to stay away from cookies and you're constantly around people who like eat cookies, love cookies, always have cookies, it's hard to to like stay in your value system, I guess you could say, and do the thing that everybody else is not doing. But even applying it to more business stuff, is that if you're the only person that is trying to be an entrepreneur, and everyone around you is either climbing the corporate ladder, or they are stay at home moms or something like that with no job, like they just their focus and their values are to be a mom and be present with their kids, and they don't have an interest in having a business, you're going to find that you're going to feel isolated and challenged, and all those things because you're not getting the support. And you're kind of doing something that nobody else is doing, nobody else values. Another way that this may come up is maybe you do have entrepreneur friends, even online, but they're not Christians. So I hear this a lot, right? Like they can talk about things, get motivated from, make choices based on things that don't align with your values. So you might see people online that are doing business in a way that you just don't agree with or the things that they are selling or the things that they're promoting are not at all things that you want to have anything to do with, right? Or this could also come from um, thinking about like mindset stuff, you know, all the new age stuff versus the Christian beliefs, like you're going to hear people talk about how they did their manifestation session, or whatever law of attraction stuff. That's part of like their business plan, the way they view business. And if you're over here, doing something different, it's it's fine. And that's awesome. You're witnessing to them, maybe, you know, but it's hard is the point. It's hard to hear from everybody who's doing something different than what you're doing. Or maybe you've actually tried to make friends and surround yourself with like-minded people, but you found yourself learning from and in communities of people that teach a totally different business model than the one you're interested in. So for example, if you found yourself in conversation with a bunch of people that are obsessed with MLMs or coaching and, and growing a business that way, but you don't want to do that, you want to do courses and maybe a membership or something, you're going to feel like the odd person out. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't be there, but A, I don't know what benefit they're giving you by telling all about their MLM and coaching business if that's not what you want to do. But also at some point, like they really believe in that business model because it's fine. That's what they want to do. And they are probably, if they're truly friends, they're going to try to convince you to do the same because they believe in this model. So why wouldn't you be doing the same thing? Now, it might seem like, like, who cares if if these situations occur, but these examples, and these are just a few, really show you that it can lead, all these examples can lead to a feeling of feeling isolated. And it can be a greeting brown for negative things, negative thought patterns, like doubt, imposter syndrome, all of it, you could change the direction you're going in your business in your life, based on the people that you're surrounding yourself with. So what I want to encourage you to do is look at how you're handling life as an entrepreneur right now. And try to find a group of women that are doing things the way that you want to do them. They value things the same way. They're living their life in a way that you value or at least are okay with. Even if you aren't actively living your life that way, if you surround yourself with people that are doing the thing that you want to do, then you'll start thinking like them and doing it too. It's our human nature to want to be around people that are like us. So if you curate that group of people that you're surrounding yourself with and make sure that they are living the life that you want to have, right, then you're setting yourself up for success, or at least helping get your success there, right? And again, this doesn't mean that you can't have other friends. It doesn't mean that if your husband isn't, you know, into business that you can't even talk to him. It's not that. It's just that it's really, really important to have one part of your life that is involved in the community aspect of business and entrepreneurship and Christians and moms and all of those things so that you can get the support that you need. Because there are things about being a Christian entrepreneur, about being an entrepreneur in general that you may not even be aware of yet. And when you surround yourself with people, especially those who are more successful than you or who are farther down the line than you, I should say, they are going to be sharing about things that you can learn about before you have to go through them, right? And so, all of that is just going to help you. So, making sure that you have this community built into your life is just going to be really, really important to your success because you don't want to be isolated and alone when you feel that you've hit a stumbling block, when you're having doubt in your business, because that's going to come up no matter what community you have, right? Things are hard. You have a lot of things to learn, you have a lot of things to go through. God has you on a journey. And if you're completely alone, in that journey, it can really affect how you react when those things happen. But not only that, if if you are having a stumbling moment in your entrepreneur journey and you're surrounded by people that don't believe in entrepreneurship or that don't have the same values that you do, then their advice they're going to give you is not going to be what you need to hear in that moment. So I want to invite you to join the Mama with the Calling community over on Facebook. These are Christian women. Most of them are moms. You don't have to be a mom that are either wanting to leave their jobs or have already made that jump. And we focus on biblical truths, praying over your business, involving God and prayer and business decisions, and really focusing on pursuing this as a calling. And yes, making money, but not pursuing money for the sake of money. If that sounds like something you're interested in or, you know, would love to check out, I would love to have you come on over. Just look us up on Facebook, Mama with a Calling. I'll also include the link in the description below. And if Facebook isn't your thing, that's totally fine. Then at least make an effort to find even one or two women that you can really relate to and go on this journey of entrepreneurship with. You can reach out to these people and they can encourage you and remind you of why you're here, what you're doing this for, and give you words of wisdom to keep you going when things get tough. It will make a huge difference. And how you handle yourself and what you think about and how you act on this entire journey. I want to encourage you with that this week. And in the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling Podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithhecalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.